Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Temin here on Federal News Network. If the pandemic proved anything, it's never too early to start thinking about your long-term health care needs. That means now's a good time to review those needs. And here to help, the Director of Wealth Management at the Government Employees Benefits Association, Greg Klingler. Greg, good to have you back. Uh, thank you for having me, Tom. So how should people rethink their long-term health options and requirements now that we have, I guess, for the most part, come through this pandemic? Well, you know, as you mentioned, over the last 18 months, the pandemic has really thrust health insurance or health in general into the forefront of a lot of people's conversations and a lot of people's consciousness. Long-term care insurance is very much health-related. And as we look at long-term care insurance, one of the things that became very obvious early in the pandemic was not only the ability to go to a healthcare facility, but the ability to choose the right healthcare facility. We saw over and over again all of these long-term care facilities unfortunately getting ravaged by the effects of the COVID virus, leading to tens, if not hundreds of deaths, depending on the size of the facility. Many of those, unfortunately, were ones that had more Medicaid beds, which were effectively ones that had lower costs and a lower cost environment. So as we start looking at long-term care, where you have this care has been shown to be much, much more important as the higher-end care facilities did not nearly have as many problems as the lower-end care facilities. And as the years have marched on, long-term care insurance benefits have been shrinking, basically. If you're lucky enough to have one of those unlimited policies, you are really in clover. But the new policies, they're costly. They're thousands and thousands of dollars a year as premiums, and they have a three-year or a four-year time limit on the benefit. So how do you do the calculus to know whether it's worthwhile? Because nobody can yeah. predict how you'll end up when you get to the age that you need it, potentially. Yeah, as you mentioned, the the costs and the types of uh, policies have changed pretty dramatically over the years. And as federal employees know, many of those plans got more expensive in 2016 as they started to reprice these plans with different assumptions that they've made. The unfortunate reality is you know, your retirement plan is not complete without a plan for the high cost of long-term care. Long-term care is out there, it's gonna happen, it's statistically probable, it has a high duration. If you go into a care facility, about 4.1 years for a woman, 2.5 years for a man, and it's very expensive. And it's very geographically diverse when it comes to expensive, and the cost for a semi-private nursing home can swing about $50,000 between the low cost of, let's say, Texas, and the high cost of the Washington, D.C. area, New York, or Hawaii. So where you retire is just as important when you talk about long-term care as ultimately when you retire. And I guess it's also important, as you have pointed out in the past, to consult with the rest of the family in the plan, because one way or another, they're going to be part of it. And I guess the more they can come visit and bring cookies and the less they have to change your depends, the better off they'll be. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has a plan when it comes to long-term care when they retire. Some people just don't know it yet. The unfortunate reality is the people who don't know it yet, the care is your children. And studies will tell us that if you don't have a plan and it does become your children, no matter how many children you have, typically the onus of your care falls on one child. And studies will also tell us that one child is generally a female, whether it be your daughter or your daughter-in-law. And studies will also tell us that if it falls on a single individual, at some point during the care, there's a high probability that person would suffer from what would be chronically described as depression because of the financial, the physical, and the emotional stress that it causes. All right. So then make sure the families are part of the planning so that they're Absolutely. not part of the plan. 
Absolutely. If that is your plan, having your child take care of you, you want to make sure that they're aware of it and you want to make sure that it's coordinated with your other children as well. We're speaking with Greg Klingler, Director of Wealth Management at the Government Employees Benefits Association. And what are the options then available to federal employees at this point? And when should in their career do they need to start shifting their mix of options that they choose every year to think about that long term sunset? period. So what we find is most people are successfully start planning for long-term care in the early to mid fifties. There's a lot of reasons for that timeline. Number one, for people who have children, generally the um, requirements of raising the child, whether it be college tuition or just simply uh, getting that child out of the house that you normally start transitioning to now being able to think about yourself and your retirement. So early to mid fifties is when we see that generally happen. We also find that pricing is still pretty good for people who are planning for long-term care in the early to mid 50s, which makes signing up much, much better. And people's health is generally pretty strong in their 50s as well, leads to a lower chance of declination. Now, what options does a federal employee have? Well, obviously the federal employee and their parents have the federal long-term care plan 3.0. That is a good plan and it is a very nice improvement from the 2.0 and the 1.0 that came before it. It does allow for some benefits if you don't use it to be paid out to your heirs. And it does provide some cushion against increasing costs, which a lot of federal employees are very wary of. In addition to that, you have everything outside of the federal benefit package, whether it be traditional long-term care or one of those hybrid plans, life insurance and long-term care combination, which can work very well for people who need both life insurance and long-term care. Yeah, that point about the benefits that could be paid to heirs, I think, figures in a lot of people's thinking because they're worried if you pay these hefty premiums year after year after year, and then before you get to the point where you would need the benefit, you get hit by a bus and all the premiums have gone into the ether. Yep. The the two big stressors when it comes to people who know they need long-term care insurance because they can't self-insure themselves and they don't buy it is use it or lose it. They're concerned that they pay in all this money because long-term care insurance is expensive because, again, high probability, high duration, high cost. So that is a major concern. The other big stressor for people is they all know somebody who saw a major rate increase. For people in the federal plan, that was September of 2016, and it was a very big step up. For anybody in the private sector, it was probably smaller step ups over one, two, or three-year periods. But they've all seen it, so that's a concern of them as they move into a fixed-income environment. And if you've had life insurance for many years, and they used to have whole life, I don't know whether that still exists anymore, but there's these hybrid plans, and then there's term. Is there any way of converting an older plan such that it can then be used for long-term care rather than a sheer death benefit? Yep. If you have a plan and you have a cash value, You can definitely convert it with what's called a 1035 exchange to move you into something that covers something that may be a little bit more pertinent to you now that involves a flavor of long-term care insurance coverage. Absolutely. Does that vary by carrier or is 1035 a legal statute or something that is required of insurance or is that just some plans? Correct. It's a legal statute, so it should work that way for every carrier. Now, keep in mind that's for whole life or universal life type policies that do have a cash value because converting a term life insurance policy doesn't really make it a lot of sense because there's no cash value to that. And finally, what's your sense of how people in the federal government have fared with teleworking and so forth? My sense is that of the various types of cats out there in the herd, that federal employees have probably done a little bit better than average through the pandemic because they had assured employment and were generally supported by agencies in what they needed to telework. That's what we're seeing over here as well. The pandemic has obviously probably accelerated a lot of the virtual type work that people were going to do. What we were probably going to see that was going to happen over the next 20 years got accelerated into the last 18 months. 
So now a lot of our agency partners and our clients for that matter, they are looking at a virtual environment, at least partial from this point going forward. Greg Klingler is Director of Wealth Management at the Government Employees Benefit Association. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for having me. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Still to come on Federal News Network, new excitement coming for the GSA's Federal Marketplace Strategy. This is the Federal Drive with Tom Temin here on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.